Blog Talk Radio. Madden Voice, three, two, one, now. And it is me, Commissioner T. We are live, season premiere show of The Madden Voice. We have been doing this show for 10 years. I'm excited. I hope you're excited to have us back. We've got a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to do about an hour show just to get our feet wet. Hall of Fame game on Thursday. My very own Dallas Cowboys playing the Arizona Cardinals. Um, in, uh, uh, Hall of Fame ceremony Saturday night. We get into some preseason games. And then in four short weeks, the NFL season starts. Now, I am doing a simulcast on Facebook because I can. And to all the people on Facebook, and I can, I can, I can see several of you there on Facebook, my man Daryl, Fred, my man Chuck went to high school, Kathy, Maggie, there's others. If, I, if I'm not mentioning your name, please forgive me. Thank you for coming into Facebook and saying hello to me. I really, really appreciate it. But if you really want to get the full taste of the show, then you've got to click the link on my homepage on Facebook. brings you right into the show. You get me, you get the other hosts, you get any call-ins, you get everything. So if you have some time, we're only going to be on for about an hour. And uh, what, what else are you going to watch? You going to watch politics? <laughs> you know what I mean? What, what, what are you going to watch? You know, or are you going to listen to some NFL football coverage? Not only some doggone good football coverage. It's from somebody. Oh, wait a minute. I should be look, I'm looking at myself. I should look at the, 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 the um, camera when I'm doing Facebook Live. Hi there. Anyway, are you going you gonna to listen to just some strangers or somebody you know, like me, Commissioner T? So let me introduce my co-host. This guy here, he's from Bristol, Connecticut, living down in Atlanta right now. We know him as the voice of reason. I know him as my younger brother. JB, welcome to the Madden Voice. So good to be back. Been far, far too long and definitely don't want to talk no politics. like to talk some football. We've got a whole bunch of stuff from Facebook about Cap and the possible Jets. I had to shoot that down and say, hey, it's probably the Ravens, but call in, listen in. So, yeah, I'm ready to get ripping and roaring. We're going to do it. And, yeah, to my Facebook Live audience, I'm going to be signing off. But, yes, we are going to talk Colin Kaepernick. And you know what? I'm about to, I'm about to light that one up. You're going to hear me in rare Commissioner T. T. Bonics form. Check me out. Come on to the link, The Madden Voice, live right now. Okay, hope everybody is enjoying the little sneak preview. And like I said, come on to the link. Check me out. We're going to be on right now. Everyone who came on Facebook Live, appreciate the love. You guys are always there for me. We'll talk again soon. Switching over to the show. Take it easy. 
My brother, we are here. We are live. Let's just jump right on in, man. Let's just jump right on in. We don't even need no long, hey, how you doing, and all that good stuff. Let's just, let's just jump right in. And I, I want to jump in and talk Odell Beckham Jr. That's where I want to start. I don't want to start with the Cowboys just yet. I want to talk about Colin Kaepernick. I need to get warmed up, bro. I need to get on the flow right now. I want to talk Odell Beckham Jr. I want to pick your brain. You are the voice of reason. I want to know, what is, this, what is this man talking about? Can you help me understand when he comes out and says that he should be the highest paid player in the NFL? Let me be clear. Not receiver. Player in the NFL. JB, holler at me, man. Make me understand. Where, where's he coming from? Make you understand. Hell, make me understand. Has he forgotten that this is a quarterback-driven league? I don't care if you are a bargain basement quarterback. I don't care if you're an elite quarterback. Every team needs a quarterback. That's how it is now. It's a passing league. Now, understand, being that it's a passing league, you're going to reap the benefits as a wide receiver. But, again, who's the one throwing you the ball? The quarterback. How are you going to get the ball? Through the quarterback. So, for him to talk about wanting to be the highest-paid football player, like you said, football player, not receiver, football player, is, is absolutely insane, and I wish I could give you a, a, a more direct answer because I have no clue. Is he a dynamic wide receiver? Yes. Is he a playmaking wide receiver? Yes. Is he a game-changing wide receiver? Yes. But notice how everything that I've just stated ends with wide receiver. It's the position. Now, if he wants to go back and, and be the highest-paid player in the league, then maybe he should try to be a quarterback because that's the only way it's going to happen. He's a top-notch receiver, but he ain't getting top-notch money overall. It just ain't happening. Yeah, and 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 because we dived right in, let me back up and I apologize, everybody. We're just so amped to get football going. Um, three four seven eight three eight nine five two five. If you want to call in and be a part of the conversation, we're gonna talk. We're talking Odell Beckham. We're gonna talk Kaepernick. We're gonna talk Cowboys. I even want to touch on OJ Simpson because that's football. We're gonna be here till nine o'clock uh, Eastern time. Three four seven eight three eight nine five two five. If you want to call in, if you do call in. Hit that one button on your phone that tells me that you're not just listening to the show. You want to be a participant in the show, and we'll bring you right on. The Madden Voice season premiere, JB, Commissioner T. Hey, by the way, in case you're curious, Dr. Train and K-Star still with the show, had work obligations. You know how it is. They won't be with us tonight, but they're sure to be with us next week when we come back. Anyway, moving right along. Bro, here's my problem with Odell Beckham, and here's my problem with divas, okay? I don't have a problem with confidence. I don't have a problem with even a touch of arrogance. I don't have a problem with feeling like that, you know, I'm the best and I should be paid like the best. Lord knows I love money. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I don't believe you heard me. Lord knows I love money. I love to make money. And at times, I like to spend money. Okay? Hey, quiet as it's kept. But what I'm saying to you is this. He's played in one playoff game. Do you know what his stats were, bro? I know. Four catches, 28 yards. And they lost. Four catches, 28 yards. And they lost. Now, if it was four for 28 and you win, then they go and play another game. You know? But four, 28, loss. I'm sorry. Now, now, I'm all for traveling. I'm all for partying. And you know doggone well, as you know my brother, I ain't afraid to go to Miami. (laughs) I am not scared to go to Miami. 
okay? But if you guys recall, and I know it's been about seven months, Odell and the crew all went down to Miami before the playoff game, get their party on. And you know what? I don't care that you did it. I really don't. Matter of fact, I'm a Cowboy fan. I'm glad you did it. But here's the thing. If you're going to do that, and you're going to invite the scrutiny, then when it comes time to play, you better ball out. You need to ball out. You didn't ball out, bruh. Was it because you went to Miami? I don't know. The thing is, we'll never know. Why? Because you went to Miami. If you had stayed and taken care of your business, you'll get six months vacation or longer. If you don't make the playoffs, you get eight months. Okay, we'll take a month off for training camp. You still get a good six months. You can go anywhere you want. You got all the money in the world. You, you, just, you couldn't wait. You had to go the week before the biggest game of your life, and then you played just like someone who went to Miami and underestimated the importance of the biggest game of their life. And, bruh, even though you didn't ask me, I'm going to give it to you one more time. Four catches, 28 yards. You You have the audacity. You have the nerve, the temerity, the gall. To say that you should be the highest player in the NFL. Heck, you shouldn't even be the highest wide receiver in the NFL. As far as I'm concerned. As far as I'm concerned, there's a guy named Julio Jones that I would pay more than I pay you. And if K-Star was here, he'd be waving the Antonio Brown flag. And I wouldn't have nothing to say, but okay. So there's two wide receivers right there that should get paid more than you. Dude, need accountability in the NFL. We need, if you perform, hey, man, you know what? You know, Zeke was all, was all world last year, right? He got some issues in the offseason, but you know what? He balled out last year. I ain't giving him a hard time. I ain't giving him a hard time. Now, we're going to get to the Cowboys in a little bit. But I'm going to give him a little flexibility because he balled out all season in the playoffs. Balled out. Now, if he don't show up, I'm going to be on his behind, too. Beckham, he didn't show up, bro. Shut your mouth. Take your team to the promised land. Then come talk to me. Then come talk to well, you. Know that that's that's where and, and, and not to jump in on you, but that's where I have the problem is that we all know there's there's three phases to an NFL season. You have the preseason, that's phase one. You have the regular season, that's phase two, and then the most important phase is phase three, the postseason. When the postseason comes around, you don't have that flexibility of we'll get them next time. You don't have that flexibility of I'll make it up in the next practice. Once the postseason hit, that's it. It's, it's do or die. It's win or go home. Losers, just pack your bags up and split. So all the focus in the world should be on postseason. Now, if you want to go to Miami, like you said, that's fine. It's kind of stupid, on, on in, in my opinion, to sit there and, and broadcast it to the world on social media, knowing with the time that we live in, everybody's going to see it. So you should have kept that to yourself. But that's just my opinion. Like you said, when the rubber meets the road, time to ball out. In my opinion, time to show some tire tracks. Now, um, how many years he been in the league? What, two years? Three years? Somebody at two years? Three. I think it's three, three. now, ain't it? Is it two full years or is it three full years? I'm losing track. I, I, you know what? Keep talking. Go with three, and I'm gonna find okay. out why you're why you're talking. In the words of the rock, it doesn't matter. Whether it doesn't years, matter. Okay, two, years, two months, three months, it doesn't matter. You got a chance. 
I mean, and, and you've seen what they've done in the offseason. You've seen how they've made transactions and whatnot. They've got a chance. They, they're a playoff contending team. Let's just put it right right out there. They're a playoff contending team. They've got some some uh, weapons on both sides of the football. That should be the focus. Don't worry about getting paid. You're going to get paid. All you got to do is two things. Stay productive, stay healthy. That's it. You don't have to worry about anything else. The, the, the checks will come. Three full years. Three full, okay. oh, so he's got, what, one more year on his rookie deal, I think it is? I think he's signed a four-year yep. deal? Yep. Okay. So so he's in the contract year, then, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this would be the contract year. This would be the year yeah, to definitely. Yeah, he yes. needs to absolutely shut up. Just shut up and play some football. He is in the contract year. He should just let the damage that he does on the field speak for itself. Because you and I both know when folks are in that contract year, they lose their ever-loving mind for whatever reason. You can take Joe Schmoe, 53rd player on the dang roster. He gets some playing time because he knows he's in the last year of a contract. He's going to go nuts. We're talking about OBJ. He should go nuts. So why are you worrying about wanting to be the highest-paid player in the league? Just go out there and play some football. Let your skills speak for yourself. Let your freaking hair do speak for yourself. Go out there and play some football. Don't worry about none of this stuff. No, no, no. You, you don't want me to go much further. Go right ahead. Ask your question. Vernon, Vernon just uh, it was something that I told everybody at the very beginning of the week. I will not tolerate um, players that think it's about them when it's about the team. And um, we, cannot make, we cannot make decisions that cost the team and then come off the sideline and it's nonchalant. No. You know what? This is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school. I believe this. I would rather play with ten people and just get penalized all the way until we got to do something else rather than play with eleven when I know that right now that person is not sold out to be a part of this team. It is more about them than it is about the team. I cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Yeah, it's a shame that Mike Singletary will probably never be a head coach in the league again because he really didn't do that great of a job. But this will always be one of the best and one of my most uh, favorite quotes because it's so accurate. And I played it to describe what I'm feeling about Odell Beckham. I'm feeling like it's about him and not about the team. And, you know, and he's done several things that make me feel that way. But this latest thing about being the highest paid paid and all that, that should never – hey, you know what? I want to be the highest paid, you know, uh, a banker in the world, okay? But you'll never read it anywhere. I'm just going to work my butt off to get there, okay? You You know, I know you, bruh. I know you got financial goals. I'm not going to read it anywhere. You're just going to work your butt off to go get it. Hey, you know what? You want to be the best at your craft and get paid accordingly? God bless you, man. Go make it happen. But I don't want to see it in the news. I don't want to see it in the, in the – I said newspaper. I'm getting old. I don't want to see it on the Internet. I don't want to see it on Facebook. I don't want to see it on TMZ. I don't want to hear you talking about it. I want to hear you working your butt off at training camp. Not I don't go to, I don't go to uh, OTAs because they're volunteer. I get it. They're volunteer. You know who went to every OTA? Jerry Rice. You know who's the greatest wide receiver to ever play this game? 
Jerry Rice. You know who went to every OTA? Terrell Owens. You know who's top five all time? Terrell Owens. The path has been blazed for you, and what you gonna do with it? You gonna you gonna set your own tone and then end up being a guy that's three four years in the in the league and then out and don't say it doesn't happen. We've seen it. We've seen superstars and then two or three years later they tank because they don't put in the work and the league catches up and passes them by. And maybe that first year you were on fire, by that third year, I mean RG three was rookie of the year. Yeah, he's all done. <laughs> it happens. Okay, so what you gonna do? Okay, Odell, and don't get me wrong, hey, bro, I'm a Cowboy fan, but I'm also a football fan. The league is better when superstars are performing, and when Des Bryant was tanking, I was all over him too. Okay, the league is better. Any sport, football, basketball, baseball, hockey. I got a friend, this dude I know, he's gonna teach me about hockey. I don't know a damn thing about it. He's like, all right, then there's some games coming. I said, when? I go, no, football will be on. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, yeah, no, never mind. But anyway, let's move on. We beat that one up. Um I wanna I wanna I wanna this one is the one I've really been wanting to talk about, Jay. This is the one I have been really chomping at the bit at the bit to talk about, okay? Um I didn't get a chance to get the soundbite of Commissioner Roger Goodell saying that Colin Kaepernick is not being blackballed. Okay, I didn't get it, but he did say it. Okay. Um, and, Jay, if you don't mind, I'll let you lead off Odell. I want to lead this one off if you don't mind because I, I, I got I to gotta, I gotta get, get something off my chest here. Okay. Because the question is, is he being blackballed? Uh, Callan Kaepernick currently does not have a job. There are teams looking at him, of course. There's always rumors. You know, and the last I heard was Ravens, possibly. You know, um, Jerry Jones came out and said that uh, Luke McCown was a better fit as a number three over Kaepernick. Okay, cool. Um, but, you know, what What gets me is when Jerry Jones isn't taking a chance on you, something wrong. <laughs> when Jerry Jones isn't saying, hmm, when Jerry Jones brought in Michael Sam, the the homosexual player, okay? Jerry Jones brought in Greg Hardy, the man uh, uh, um, accused of rape. He was he was um, not convicted for those haters out there, but he was he was accused of it. You know, Jerry Jones brought in Pac-Man Jones when Pac-Man was at the height of his negativity. And I can go on and on about the players that Jerry Jones has taken chances on year after year. He ain't even looking at Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick ain't even on the radar. I'm going to tell you all something. OK, all of this. You know, yeah, we got President Trump in office, and if you watch him just for an hour, you'll puke. And I'm telling you, the country is regressing in race relations, and this is a prime example of it. This man did something that half the country hated and half the country loved. But what does it have to do with what he went with from the 60 minutes he plays football? What's it got to do with that? And he has since stopped doing it, has contributed money to different organizations to support his cause. And now he's just trying to get back to play football. And no one wants to take a chance on him because they're afraid he's going to be a distraction. I'm sorry. Isn't it, wasn't it his constitutional right to log a, a protest? We live in the country, right? I'm sorry. Last I checked, 
We live in the great United States of America. Not, I'm going to make it great again. It's great now, United States of America. But it ain't perfect. And if you don't like something, don't you have a right to speak up against it or to do something to get a message out there? And let me tell you something. Approve or disapprove of what he did, this country was talking about that for months. Talking about the race relations and what was going on with African Americans getting getting shot and killed by police officers brought it to the forefront. Everybody was talking about it because of what he did. Like it or not, he made it front and center, and then he put his money where his mouth is. One last time, anybody on this on, on the show listening, all you people out there, gave a million dollars to anything. The last time you even had a million dollars, you feel me? Like. I have a problem with the fact that this man is not getting a chance to continue his career. He has not broken any laws. All he did was speak up. That's all he did. Now, now hold on. We're going to go to the phones. I have a feeling I know who this is. I think this might be my old friend, but let me let me make sure because I don't recognize his number. I ain't talking to him so long. 973 area code. Welcome to the Madden Voice. Hey, yo. What's up, man? I've been wanting to... Uh... Talk about Colin, myself, man. Yo, you made some good points, too, bro. Come on with hey, it, man. The floor hey, is yours. Hey, hey, check this out, man. Yeah, you're right. He didn't do anything anything um, illegal. He hasn't been trapped up in all that negativity that Johnny Manziel was. But, yeah, Johnny Manziel has several chances. He wasn't trapped up. And like you already mentioned, Pac-Man Jones, I wasn't going to go on about him, Ben Roethlisberger, and any other person, right, that's been in the league that's had these off-the-field issues, they's all got chances. Look at Josh Gordon. He ain't come with one clean test since he's been in the league, and Cleveland ain't even want to let him go. Now they don't even have a quarterback that could perform, and they still ain't trying to even even bring him in for a workout. Now, the, 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 uh, Goodell could say he's not being blackballed all he wants. I mean, you know, the man don't have to tell the truth, you know, but I'm, all I'm saying is this is ridiculous. They signed an arena league players, backup arena league players over a guy that took a team to the Super Bowl and, and, and did a respectable job on the field with, with subpar or beneath that talent. Man, look, nobody's saying Kaepernick is Aaron Rodgers. No, he's far from that. But if you tell me he's not one of the best 32 quarterbacks, and let alone that, if he ain't the best 64, I mean, somebody ain't been watching the TV. So, so me personally, my personal opinion, yeah, he's definitely being blackballed for standing up for police brutality against black people is, is the case. It's okay. You can go ahead and have rape accusations. Okay, cool. We'll get by that. Just don't rape no more. But don't you dare stand up for black people. Like, it, I have this discussion with some people all the time. Brother, that, that was so good. You yeah. even get another one. You get you get two. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Come on, blog talk. Don't be. Don't mess with me. Yeah. Don't mess with Can me. Can you we go. dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? <laughs> you know, I I can't add anything. You hit it. You actually did it better than me. You you nailed it, brother. This is the problem in this country right now is every time we take one step forward, we get two steps back. What is going on? The dude stood yep. up and, and made and, – and 
He did it quietly on the sideline. And he even Thank said, you. hey, he said, hey, I had no idea this was going to turn into this. This was my own, this was just me doing it. And then, dig it, when people gave him a hard time, he went to law enforcement. He went to military. And he said, hey, look, I don't want to disrespect the military that, you know, they're playing the national anthem and honoring you. I don't want to disrespect you, but I want to make my statement. What do you suggest I do? They said, instead of sitting, why don't you take a knee? That's still respectful, and, and we're good. And he said, you know what, then that's what I'll do. And military members said, you know what, I serve in the military to give him the right to protest. So I have no problem with his protest because that's what I'm serving for. And yet the country still had a problem with it. Now the man can't get a job. Yep, absolutely. Man, no sense, brother. I I just had a a talk with another dude on, um, on Facebook. We commenting back and forth. And I said the same thing you just said uh, about about the last thing you just said about about um you know because because he's uh just silently protesting taking a knee. It's not the veterans that are saying that they feel disrespected. The public is saying that he's disrespecting the veterans. Because I've seen videos and clips of veterans saying that they do not feel disrespected by him. And I've seen some um some veterans saying when they come out of the army. You know, they're, they're not even treated as fairly. So, and, and, and the public is the one saying, oh, he's disrespecting the veterans. He's disrespecting the flag. So now when you try to call him on, I say, hey, listen, man, well, look, if he doesn't have a job, let's just talk football. Let's bring all the race relations out. Let's just talk football. Explain to me that, why he doesn't have a job. So then they'll say, oh, well, you know, he had a regression since his Super Bowl year. And, you know, he's an inaccurate quarterback. So now I start bringing people that they sign. Now, when I'm saying they signed this guy, they're like, well, who is that? So then I'll go ahead, Google him, and send him the, the information. And, and, and you mean a backup league quarterback who hasn't touched the NFL field? You know, I mean, hasn't even touched a, a hundred-yard field. I think they play with walls. And, and, and you mean to tell me this experienced quarterback, this guy who took a team to the Super Bowl and – and in the, in the right system, he'd be ideal. But even in the wrong system, he'd still be effective. So I, I, I just can't understand it. And you can put Kaepernick in a lot of different ways. He doesn't got to play in the pocket. He doesn't got to necessarily play uh, right, right uh, under the center. Put, put him in the shotgun. Put him in the, put him in the wildcat. They already scoped out the read option. But you can do so much things with his talent, man. I thought he would have been a perfect backup for Seattle because now he's going to learn – uh, some of Russell Wilson's mechanics, and not to mention, let's just say Russell gets hurt because he has a little injury thing going on right about now. He'd be the perfect backup. He would have been a great backup for Cam Newton. Imagine that, having two black quarterbacks. Mm. But, you mm. know, I mean, he would have been right in that system because right now they don't got – if Cam Newton goes out, I think they might they might got Joe Schmo. I don't know who they backup is. You know, there's mm. just so many opportunities. This man should have a job, man. And, and, and arena league players are, are signing NFL contracts. <laughs> We're going to start a movement. We're going to start a free Colin Kaepernick movement. Look out for it. Coming to Facebook and Twitter, free Colin Kaepernick. I'm going to come up with a smaller hashtag because that's kind of long. We ain't going to type all that out. But I'm going to come up with something. Free, free yeah, yeah, CK. Free, uh, free, free cap. Free cap. Hey, hey, there you go, man. Hey, man. Thanks, for What's, brother? What's your name? What's your name, brother? Yep. My name, my name is Mike, man. I, I, I'm from Morristown, New Jersey, man, but I live in Dover right now. 
All right. Well, hey, man, New Jersey, south of me. I'm in Connecticut. Hey, glad to have okay. you call in, man. You know, hope to, hope to have you call uh, in again soon. Yo, thank you, brother, man. This is a beautiful thing, man. You got some good topics, man. I enjoyed listening to you. Thank you, brother. Hope to hear you again soon, brother. All right, man. One love. All right. Yep. Peace. JB, the floor is yours, man. I don't know if Mike left anything for you, man. I, I might hit it pretty hard, man, but what you got on the Kaepernick black ball situation? Hey, look, I like that cowboy situation before. There ain't no meat on this bone. He hit everything that I was going to say in a bag of chips with a dip and then some because everything that that came from Mike's mouth was on point. I can't add anything. I can just nod my head and, and, and agree because if I had the, the switchboard, I'd be hitting the Canyon Digger system too because it's the truth. It's simply the truth. And he mentioned the Seahawks, and I thought the same thing, because that's the immediate team I thought of that would be a perfect fit for the same reason. He could actually even learn from, from Russell Wilson. He's got the injury bug that uh, that Mike mentioned. So if, 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 if Russell Wilson can teach him how to fly, because it seems like he can get out of the way, help Cap continue to get out of the way to be healthy, that's a dangerous team right there. They just signed Cam Chancellor to a, a three-year extension worth 36 mil, 25 guaranteed. So that's the, the anchor of the defense right there for you. So you know your defense is still solidified. You still got Sherman on the corner. You still got some things going on the offense. If Russ goes down, you got Kaepernick to back him up. That team still maintains its course. It still stays afloat. So I thought that would have been a perfect fit for him. But I'm going to tell you right now, and he hit it. As he was talking, I was thinking the same thing. You can't tell me Colin Kaepernick is not good enough to be one of the top 64 quarterbacks in this league. You cannot tell me that. That is absolute blasphemy. While he was talking, I decided to go look up some of his stats from last year and compared it to his Super Bowl run back in 2013. Now, his, his uh, percentages about the same, 58.4%. In 2013, last year, 59.2. Touchdowns and interception was 21 to 8. Last year, 16 to 4. Passer rating 91.6 to 90.7. He's doing all of this with a team that was devoid of talent on both sides of the ball. So that's why his record was only 1 in 10. I mean, that team was just horrific. But he was able to put up stats pretty much on par with the exception of average pass attempts that went down about a yard. But with the exception of that, but let me, let, me just, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me jump in here for a minute because I, I agree with you, but I, I, it, it, ain't, it ain't even about comparing his stats to his stats. I mean, I'm going to name a couple of teams and quarterbacks, and you tell me. Um, the New York Jets couldn't use. I'm talking about starting. Right. I'm talking right. no, starting. No, 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 you you, let's, you let's, feel let me? me I know, but let me jump in because everybody was saying he's regressing. He's regressing. Well, no, not not really, not not from what I'm seeing. He's not regressing. That's why I bring up the statistics comparing him from his Super Bowl run. Now to where you're no, going, I'm hip, are you going? To yeah, me, I'm, are you going? To I'm hip with the stats. Back out than any of these other teams need that, that, No, he needs right, to be on one right. of these teams. See, see, you have to realize you have a higher level of intellect than a lot of people and a higher level of analytics than a lot of people, so you can break down the stats and make your case. I'm saying, and, and, and you make an excellent case, I'm saying you don't even have to do that. We got eye test. Eye test alone. Uh, right, New York Jets. You know what I mean? Um, the Rams. Okay, they got golf in there now, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, he's still unproven. Bortles? Still unproven. 
You know, Texans had quarterback yeah, issues. Don't give me Texans ball with throwing five picks in in seven on seven in the first day of training camp. Don't give that's me what, 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 what am I screaming here? Texans have had quarterback issues, can't decide. You know, Broncos have had quarterback issues, can't decide. Bears have had quarterback issues. Bills have had quarterback issues. You know what I mean? I mean, EJ Manuel might be might be all right, but but but. You know, still unproven is my point. I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's there's six quarterbacks right there that Cap, who went to the Super Bowl, could start over. And that just quick look, I ain't even getting in deep. But just eye test, there's six right there that I think he could go in. Um, you know, the Titans. You know, I mean, there's there's six, seven, eight teams that he should be at least competing for. At least competing to be starting quarterback. And that's the phrase, Super Bowl quarterback. How many teams out there have a quarterback that has taken their team to the Super Bowl? Can't be all 32. Cannot be all 32. So all the teams that you listed absolutely need a quarterback. Hey, on division, the Rams need a quarterback. I'm not high on on, um, what's the name to do from California golf. He had a a, a rough rookie season. He might be better in his season. Well, see, he's unproven. Yeah, I meant he was one of the I mentioned. He's unproven. Heck, I called out Jerry Jones because after Dak Prescott, we got nothing. We got nothing. Nothing of substance. Okay? So, okay, you think Luke McCown is a better option? Fine. I respect your your wisdom, but I still still say Cap should have at least got a look-see. You know? Now, now, you're saying – if you're saying he's too expensive, if there's a if there's an issue with you know um, you know what he's worth and all that, and you know what what you know what Forty Nine ers still owe him in his contract and all that, and you'd have to pay it if you signed him, you got to pay. Okay, that's a different discussion. I'm not hearing anybody talk about that though. And usually, these salary cap wizards figure out something. Give him a signing bonus, load the money to the end of the deal, boom. You know, throw, right. throw some incentives in there, it's done. But anyway. Right. That, that has never come up. And anytime it's a salary cap discussion, it's always the first thing that comes up. We'd like to hire him or, or, or sign him, but it's going to be putting us over the cap. That's always one of the first things that come up. That has not come up one bit. I hope he gets signed. Yeah, we're just going to leave it at that. We got this. You know, the, 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 the preseason is always funny about that. I mean, it was, it was one short year ago that Tony Romo was a starter in Dallas, and um, the backup was uh, Kellen Moore. And first Kellen Moore yep. goes out with a broken leg, and then a week later Tony Romo goes out with, you know, a broken back. And the next thing you know, the, the the really the fourth string, people don't realize that Jamil Showers was the third string quarterback on that roster. And then right. Dak Prescott outplayed him and got moved up over showers. And then with the with the two starters, you know, starting back up being out, you know, he got the nod. But the fourth string quarterback came in out of nowhere and took over. So hey, and that happened in the preseason. So let's just wait and see. My prediction is by game one, he'll be on a roster somewhere, and he'll either be I don't think he'll be starting, but I think he'll be a backup somewhere. Mark my words. I hope so. calling it out. I really I'm calling it out. He should, he, he should be and deserves it. I think I think it's it's safe to say the man and boy still did support his way because I'd like well, to see that also. Push comes to shove. 
something's going to happen and the team's hand's going to get forced and they're going to have to say, screw it, we're signing him. And that's it. Yep. Let's move on. I'm going to let you do this one. It's your topic. Talk to me about Cam Newton versus Andrew Luck. Talk to me, bro. This is interesting because it wasn't until just recently Andrew Luck was able to start throwing, and Cam Newton also was just about to start throwing, too. He's been shut down for at least a, a day or two because of his shoulder being sore from what the reports are saying. But I find it interesting because I'm also coming off a shoulder surgery myself, even though it's a non-throwing arm, that with, with Luck, a lot of items were up in the air. People were starting to really question whether or not he's ever going to be able to play again. And I'm thinking to myself, dude just had shoulder surgery, okay? Give him, give him a chance. Cam Newton had shoulder surgery, torn labrum, both of them coming off of these injuries that have been lingering for quite some time. Which one, in my opinion, is going to be the one that's going to be the most productive? And I would have to say the one that I think is going to be the most productive, and I'm just going to throw this out there. I'm going to say, say it's Cam Newton because he's the one that's got the most pressure on him right now because of just who he is the team that he has, and he's the one most recently that's taken his team to the Super Bowl between the two. And I think Andrew Luck is a phenomenal player. The, the hype was real coming out of Stanford. But when, when the pressure is on, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put my money on Cam this time just because they have more pieces around him, and I'm talking about offensive and defensively, than, than they do with Luck. So I'm real curious to see – how both of those players perform because they're both going to have a bit of a spotlight on just because they're coming off of, of, of having this, this, what I consider a major injury because, hey, anytime you have your shoulder operated on and you're throwing a shoulder, yeah, there ain't no uh, walking apart. That's some serious stuff. So I'm real curious, but I'm going to say Cam is going to be the one that's going to um, perform just because of how he played last year and the way that the, the Panthers overall played not to mention some of the picks that they've had and some of the parts and pieces that they put around him. So that's my perspective on it. Uh, when you say how he played last year, uh, I don't really recall Cam Newton lighting it up last year, bro. Um, that's what I'm saying. He played awful last year. He's got the rebound. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh. That's See, exactly here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Um, Cam's fine when they're winning. Cam's fine when everything's going well and he can dab and dip and do all that loop-de-doo and partying and taking sideline photos and that big smile and all of that. This NFL, baby, it's not for long when you face adversity. He has not shown that he can face adversity. He has not shown that he can overcome adversity. I give the nod to Andrew Luck because Andrew Luck, you know, he doesn't crumble under pressure. We don't see him folding and making excuses and looking like he lost his best friend. He regroups. He's a professional. He comes back ready to go. We don't see that with Cam Newton. And he says, well, I don't like losing. Well, who does? That doesn't mean you have a right to be an immature brat. And I truly believe that it puts more pressure on him than he can handle because he doesn't understand how to turn the page. He doesn't understand how to let it go because he celebrates too much when it's doing well. Cut back on the pomp and circumstance because, yes, you've been to a Super Bowl. You ain't won one yet, bruh, and you played like garbage last year. You were terrible. A man with your immense talent, six foot six, 260 pounds, run, runs four, five, forty, throw, can make every NFL throw. Runs, runs over people. You have, you are arguably, arguably 
the most talented all-around quarterback in the NFL. It's it's a debate, but I but if someone said to me, "Hey man, I think Cam Newton is the, the most talented quarterback in the NFL," I can't argue it. I can't argue it. When you look at his athletic ability and the way he can play that position, and I think about Rush Limbaugh years ago, who said the black quarterback isn't smart enough to, to play that position. Mm. Got fired immediately from ESPN when he said that. But I digress. I'm sorry. I digress. Um, he's got all the skills. He's got everything it is. Is his mind right? And I want to see, not preseason. Preseason don't matter. When the season starts and he gets in there and faces adversity, they get whooped at home or something happens, I want to see how he handles it. I want to see his disposition on the sideline during the game. I want to see his post-game press conference. And if it's the same old saying, bye. I have I, – he will, he, will, he will do what he did last year, which is nothing. However, if he's shown that he's maturing and he's stepping up to be the leader of that team and he's going to put that team on his shoulder and he's going to represent and he can handle the diversity, he can handle the loss, and he's going to get back out there and he's going to study the film and he's going to work hard then maybe Cam has a chance to even surpass Andrew Luck. But his body is there, but his mind ain't. Mind ain't. I think, I think if both are healthy, I know Andrew Luck's mind is there. I, they've, had, they've had tough losses and, you know, not good seasons, and he's right there, ready to go. You know, says all the right things, leads the team. He's a great leader of that team, great leader, and it matters. So right now, I'm going with Luck. For that reason alone. Now, Cam, prove me wrong, bro. Prove me wrong. That's all you got to do. And, 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 and all your points are, are certainly valid. All of your points are certainly valid. I mean, when Andrew Luck came into the league, the hype was real. And he's been heavily recruited going into Stanford, played in a, a post-style offense at Stanford, comes to the Colts, and has done wonders. So all of your points are absolutely valid. I just seem to – and I don't have any proof. This is just going off of gut that – the year that he had, and then also coming off his surgery, maybe these two items have humbled him. The performance in the Super Bowl humbled him. All that in, in accumulation, I'm hoping, has humbled him so that he can have his athletic ability to show more and be broadcasted more on the field instead of that bratty attitude, because I was never a fan of that either. And, and from that aspect, I believe he does need to mature up, and hopefully he has. So, that's one that I'm going to be watching between those two. And it's ironic that those are the two coming off of shoulder surgeries because the funny part is they were one and two in the Heisman Trophy back in, in 2010 with, with Cam uh, edging out uh, Andrew Luck. So just the irony of it that we come full circle almost seven years later and see that they're uh, both trying to basically gain their, their, their pedestal, if you will, as one of the top quarterbacks in the league. So that's going to be interesting to watch especially starting in the regular season game one. We will see, and we will monitor it, because we know that K-Star is a huge Cam Newton fan. I already had him in the Hall of Fame. Um, I think NFL players should should pay K-Star not to support them, because as soon as he backs them, they suck. Anyway, um, let's let's move on. Let's move on. 347-838-9525. Before you move on, let's Let's set the record straight on how he's supposed to say it, too. It's, Cam. Yeah, well, you know what? We're going to say that for when K-Star joins us because the funniest thing is hearing him try to do it with some flavor. So let's hold that till next week. Um, 
they don't let him lead. Oh, and he not wasting my time, bro. Three four seven eight three eight nine five two five. Three four seven eight three eight nine five two five. If you're on Facebook, check out the Madden Voice Facebook page. Give us a like. Check us out. Post a comment. Say hello. If you're on Twitter, it's at the Madden Voice. We are always here. And again, three four seven eight three eight nine five two five. You've got Commissioner T broadcasting live from Bristol, Connecticut. No affiliation with ESPN, even though they're right down the street. And you got JB, the Voice of Reason, broadcasting live from the big ATL. Um, next, let's talk about our Dallas Cowboys. Um, Jay, you and I haven't really talked about the Cowboys in a while. So I don't know your take, which is, kind, which is you know, considering we're brothers and considering we grew up Cowboy fans. Um, right now, I don't know your take on their offseason and all of the stuff in the media. Um, so I'm going to let you I, – I, I'm curious to see – what you think about what's been going on with the Cowboys this offseason? Well, I mean, if 2016 is any indication, then hopefully this will pan out the same way for 2017, meaning going 13-3 and three and having a great regular season. But uh, personally, I'm just I'm tired of the suspension. I'm tired of the off-the-field antics. Um, I saw you post about Lucky Whitehead and good riddance to him, and I think we both and even one person who posted on that particular – um, trailer thought said they were going to cut him anyway because Switzer was his replacement. Completely agree. Now, with that particular situation, I don't think the Cowboys handled it right at all. I think they should have just said they made a mistake. They jumped the gun. They should have said, you know what? We messed that one up. Whatever you want to call it. But instead of having that happen, you've got Jason Garrett over here trying to sound like Marshawn Lynch just saying the same thing over and over. And that doesn't that doesn't bode well for football fans as a whole and it shouldn't bode well for Cowboys fans. But that's another story that I'll let you handle. But hey, JB. J- JB. JB. Somebody wants to say hi to you. So someone's going to say hi to you. Hold on. Hi, Uncle Jason. Hello, Pumpkin. How are, How are you? you? <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, I'm, I'm in regular season, rare form. That's where I'm at. So are you guys ready for the preseason to start? We've been ready. Oh, boy. I've been anxious. I've been ready for, what, almost six full months. I've been ready. I don't know anything about football, so I can't really help you guys here. But you will. But anyway. I'll learn. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uncle, love you. Love you, too. Watch and learn, baby. Watch and learn. All right, all right, all right, audience. That was hey, I'll get a hug. That was my that was my beautiful daughter Melina. Mwah, love, you. love you. Bye. Yep. Text me when you get home. All right. Um. Anyway, Madden fans, you know it's always family first. That was my daughter. Had to let her say hi to her uncle. Family first, no matter what. JB, please continue. No, yes, sir. Completely agree. Be good, bitch, something. Anyway, um. The whole Lucky Whitehead thing, I'll let you get into. Like I said, personally, I don't think the Cowboys handled that well. I think they could have done a whole lot better, but I'll let you dive into that because I know you were all over that one. But the suspensions with, with Irving and Moore, and you've got the DUIs with, with uh, Nolan Carroll coming over. It's just enough is enough. I don't know what it is that they need to do to rein these boys in, but Ezekiel uh, Elliott's still dealing with his stuff, which I'm sorry. I think that's another botched situation this time by the NFL. 
because you've had copious amounts of time, tons of information to go over, and you're still mulling the decision. Now, if you're going to suspend the dude, you should have just said it several weeks ago. But now it's probably going to be timing because Jerry Jones is going to be inducted to the Hall of Fame, want to wait until that's done, and then they don't speak about it. What else do you need to go over? What else do you need to see? What else proof do you need? If, if, the, if the dude's guilty of it, he's guilty of it. If it's not, then just let it go. But dang it, make a decision. It's this ongoing saga that just seems to carry on. And as, as a football fan and, more importantly, as a Cowboy fan, just kind of tired of it. And maybe it's because I'm anxious to see football instead of folks just talking about off-the-field antics. But enough is enough already. Just kind of tired of it. So so I, I really don't have a lot to say except hashtag by lucky. Yeah, I don't care. I'm at the point, bro. I listen. As many people may know, and if you don't know, I don't have a problem putting it out there. I just turned 50 years old. I just had a birthday in June. Um, you know, I, I celebrated with. They had a party up here, and I went to um, um, had. Well, I actually had se- several different things go on. I won't get into details because y'all don't really care. But the good thing is, I've I had a lot of fun around a lot of good people that I love, like, and care about. A lot of people made me feel special. Then I took a trip down to Miami by myself just to clear my head and just have a good time and heard from a lot of people, hey, how's everything? You having a good time? Which I was. It was great. It was lovely. And my point is in bringing that up is this. I am now at a different stage where I'm, 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 I'm sick of the bull. I'm sick of the bull. Okay? And, you know, lucky Whitehead, okay, is, is there a point that Dallas maybe didn't have to cut him for that reason? Yep. Do I care? Nope, because he was getting cut anyway. So whether it was because they thought he was a shoplifter, whether, listen, I watch every football game, every game. I have not missed a Cowboy game. Actually, I did miss one two years ago because I mistakenly got the time of the game wrong, and I had made plans to go to Long Island, and I, I lived up to my word and went to Long Island, so I missed the game, although I was on my phone half the time following the score, but I missed the game. But other than that, I don't think I've missed a game in 10 years, okay? Um I've watched every play Lucky Whitehead has done, and other than an occasional jet sweep, he's been useless. So why is everybody up in arms because they cut him for something he didn't do? Okay, whatever. He still didn't produce. Get over it. He didn't produce. I don't care. Listen, if you haven't learned, Cowboy fans, Cowboy Nation, Tony Romo, who has the number one stats of all time with the Dallas Cowboys, didn't win. He didn't win enough at the right time, and thus he will be in the booth this year. Do you really think, I don't care how many games Dak Prescott won last year, do you think that if that was Tom Brady, that Tom Brady wouldn't have came back in? Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger? Peyton Manning when he was in the league? I don't care how many games someone comes in off the bench and winning. There are certain players that when they're healthy, they are starting end of discussion. Tony Romo, unfortunately, is not that guy. And I love me some Tony Romo, but he's not that guy. And, hey, kudos to Tony. handled it like class and then retired, and I wish him well. And, hey, you know what? Keep that arm ready because if that gets hurt, Come on out of the booth, man, and be Willis Reed and take us to the promised land, bro. But anyway, he didn't do it when it counted. Whatever. We can make excuses. He didn't do it. He gone. He not gone because Dak Prescott balled out. He's gone because he didn't perform. Make that very clear. 
If he had, he'd be in the Cowboy uniform right now. Cowboys didn't have to. They could have played him. He could have played this year and would have made Dak number two. I don't give a damn what the pundits say. They don't matter to me. He could have been a starter this year if the Cowboys had faith that, that he would take him to the promised land. The bottom line is there's no faith because he ain't done it. And this guy comes in off the bench, fourth-string quarterback, takes him 13-3 and three his rookie year. Yeah, it's your team, bro, because we want to win. And the bottom line is we need players that want to win. And if you don't want to win, then get out of here. I am sick of the suspensions. I'm sick of the, 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 of the you know, hey, Zeke, I get it. You're 21 years old. You're going to go out and party. But don't you understand that TMZ is going to follow you? Don't you understand that the paparazzi is going to follow you? You're the offensive player of the year. You are playing for the number one franchise in the world. I don't believe you heard me. In the world, Forbes, $4.2 billion. Number one over every franchise in the world. So anything you do is going to be scrutinized, bruh. Be careful. Don't be going to no club, getting in no fight. Yo, I know some big brothers you could hire. Heck, hire me. I'll go down and bodyguard you so you ain't got to worry about nothing. And I'll bring some big, beefy brothers with me. You ain't got anything to worry about. Why are you up there in a float pulling down some girl's shirt? Now, maybe she wanted it. Maybe she didn't care. Okay, hey, I'm not going to, I don't know. But you're in public, dude. Just, you know, come on now. I'm at the point where I'm sick of all the garbage. I'm sick of the people that, you know, the, 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 I, you know, uh, I, I failed the drug test. I didn't know it was on the banned list. I didn't know and it was really cough syrup and, and it had something in it that I, I didn't know. And, and it is your job to know. It is your job to know. When I go to work and I get a call on my cell phone, my work cell phone, and someone calls me, I say, good afternoon, Wells Fargo, Terry Floyd, may I help you? You know why? Because that's company policy. And if I don't do it and they find out, I get in trouble. But I know this. So guess what? I do it. So you don't know what the banned substance list is? So we got to have two and three and four suspensions to start every season with? Because you're too stupid to make sure that you don't take anything on the banned substance? You need to smoke weed? You need it that bad? Then do what Ricky Williams did. Quit and go smoke weed for a living. And go work at Walmart and be a greeter and smoke weed for a living. And let somebody else that's hungry, that wants to achieve, use their God-given talent. Because it's God-given talent that you're wasting. Because you want to smoke weed or you want to go out there and party or you got to get into a fight, or you got to carry a gun, or all the other things that we hear about in the NFL that people get in trouble with. Grow up. The NFL, to its credit, does a rookie symposium. They bring in players. They bring in retired players. You know, they bring in player, people that have uh, uh, failed, like Ryan Leaf, and came in and talked about how you failed so these guys don't learn. Each team has counselors and support to help you. The support system is there because they know you're 20, 21, 22 millionaire, new millionaire. Hey, you know, there's people my age that if they became a millionaire wouldn't know what to do with the money. So we get it. The NFL has a ton of support. All you got to do is use it. So as far as the Cowboys go, I'm sick of it. And, and Jason Garrett, I think you're a great coach. I think you're the right guy. But I'm done. And if you don't fix this, because I'm sorry, the culture, the day-to-day culture isn't Jerry Jones. No, it's not Stephen Jones. No, it's Jason Garrett.
You are the day-to-day leader of that team. You are running all the practices. You are running all the meetings. And the coaches underneath you report to you. And if people don't understand how serious this is, that's on you. You chose Lucky to make a statement. I ain't got no problem with it. Most of America does because Lucky didn't do what you, what you booted him for. But what took you so long? What took you so long? We got four suspensions. Four. Most in the NFL. Coming off a 13-3 and three season, number one seed, and that's how we're limping into this, this uh, season with four suspensions and still waiting to hear if Zeke is going to get suspended or not? Y'all need to fix this. Y'all need to fix this. Because I swear to God, I'm going to tell you right now, Jay, and I have never said this before in my life. I have never said this before in my life. You've known me since you were born. But I'm going to tell you right now, if this issue doesn't get fixed, I'm seriously going to rethink my allegiance to the Dallas Cowboys. That's how serious I am about this. I am not going to be a supporting a team that can't get their culture right. I'm not talking about on-the-field performance. That's, that's talent and that's scheming. I'm not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about culture. And if your players don't care enough to stay out of trouble and do the right thing, why would I support you then? Why am I going to keep supporting you? Why am I going to come on the Madden voice talk about I bleed blue and silver, wearing my cowboy shirt as we speak, got my cowboy hat next to me, got my cowboy pillow, Got my cowboy drawers on. What? If you don't get it right, I'm I'm telling you right now. New Orleans, here I come. That will be my team. And I am not lying. Dallas, you got this year to fix this. You got this year to show me that you appreciate your fan base. This is your year to show us that you appreciate us loyal, diehard, bleed blue and silver fans. If you don't, I'm going to be rethinking my my allegiance, and my allegiance goes deep. But you know what? Ain't nothing but something to do. Switch. I'm moving on. I'll leave that right there. Let that that marinate. Let that one marinate. Shoot. Last topic before we get on out of here. The juice is loose. The juice is loose. I wanted to bring this up because... America is enthralled and intrigued by O.J. Simpson. I wanted to bring it up because it ties into the Colin Kaepernick discussion to some degree, and it ties into the greatest discussion of race relations in this country. And I, 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 I guess I don't, there's not a lot to say about it except this. Most anybody knows, pretty sure that O.J. did it. 1994, double murder. If you don't understand why black America was happy he got off, talk to me offline. I'll explain it to you. But, but most learned Americans know that O.J. did it. His actions have confirmed that he did it. But we live in a system of laws. We live in a system of courts. We live in a system of jurisprudence. He was found not guilty. Period. Believe what you want. He was found not guilty. Fast forward to the robbery at the casino. They throw the book at him. Virtually every legal expert in the history of, of, of law said that that crime is not a 33-year sentence. That was a makeup call for the murders. Fast forward to the uh, parole hearing. Did y'all watch that parole hearing? Let me tell you something. With everything that that man has been through, justified or not, supported or not, 
He sat there and had them people eating out the palm of his hand. Why do I say that? Because I'm sad. I said all the right things. I don't think he learned a damn thing. If 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 I ever got away with murder, and let me be clear, <laughs> let me be clear, I ain't that dude. <laughs> I would never do that kind of stuff. But I would vanish. <laughs> I would be gone. You know what I'm saying? If something happened and uh, and I was forced to take somebody's life and I got away with it, y'all never see me again. Y'all be wondering what happened to T. I don't know. Where's T? Where's T? T T somewhere in a little hut somewhere by himself with a little black and white TV talking about um you know y'all got y'all got a y'all got a, a, a rabbit ears for this thing or what? <laughs> this dude got away with something and he's front and center everywhere. And I have a feeling when he gets out October first, he's gonna be front and center again. And I and and I brought this up to just say this, OJ. I doubt you listen to this show. Although I, I have, I, I do know that we do have listeners out there that are connected to the NFL. I don't think OJ even knows this show exists. But in the unlikely event that you do, do us all one favor: when you get out of jail, vanish and just disappear. We don't want to see you. We don't want to hear about you. We don't want to know anything that you're doing. Go vanish and disappear. Live out the rest of your life. However many years you got left on the planet, seven years old. I don't know how much time you got left, whatever it is. But we don't want we don't want to see or hear from you again, bro. Just go. Just go. JB, I'll let you get the final word. Anything you want to say about that or anything else? Two words. Mic drop. Ah, sometimes I hit it right on the head, bro. Not all the time, but sometimes I hit it right on the head. So, hey, we've gone an hour. We said we were going to do an hour. Uh, introductory season premiere. I hope if there's any new listeners out there, um, which normally there are, I hope you like the show. If you didn't, drop me a line. You know, go to the Man Voice on Facebook and post it. You can make it public. You can do it private. How can we be better? Um, we have. Let me just tell you, there's going to be a lot of a lot of surprises this year, a lot of different things. Um, I have said this for a number of years, and I have yet to do it. But this year, I am confirming that we will be doing a live remote broadcast from um, Sliders Bar and Grill, which is one of the more popular um, football chicken wing establishments. Um, here in Connecticut, and I've, I've talked to the owners recently as Sunday. He's all for it. He's a huge Cowboy fan. He's listening to the show. Fred, if you're out there, shout out to you. Um, I think that's going to be exciting. And this is just going to be a lot of things going on. We ask you to make a little time out of your week. Check out the Madden Voice. If you like us, tell a friend. If you don't like us, tell me. We'll make it better. So for JB, the voice of reason, for the absent Dr. Train and K-Star, we will be back. Next week, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, 5 o'clock Pacific Time, and uh, we'll talk about the Hall of Fame. We'll talk about the speeches, the uh, 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 what do they call it? The, 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 um, in, what's the word, JB? They get, they're getting into the Hall of Fame. They're getting um, enshrined, right? Is it enshrined? That's the word, enshrined, yep. Okay, enshrined. Okay, um, whatever, whatever the word is, we'll talk about that. We'll be back now. Oh, look who just popped on! Just as we're about to say good night, just as we're about to say good night, you know who's on listening live right now? Is it my dude? Ah, mama, ah, mama's on. You know what? Because we can, man. You know, I don't care. 
We about to sign mm-hmm. off, but you know what? We gonna bring her on. Listen to say hi to her sons. Mom, welcome to the Madden Voice. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you? We're doing great. How you doing, moms? Okay. I, I told your brother that I was going to um, dial in be, uh, tonight, and I didn't realize uh, it was nine o'clock. So well, uh, you just you, what time did you start? Eight o'clock. Yep, started eight o'clock tonight. So is you you're uh, signing off now? We we are just yes. We only did an hour tonight because it's really it, we're just getting rolling and haven't haven't played any games yet and just talked about some of the kind of the topics of the off season. So future shows will run longer. Okay, mm-hmm. I just wanted to say welcome to the new season, you know, and, and be on for your very first show. All right. Well, you know, we just had, I mean, it's kind of like the, 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 the introduction to the season premiere. I just had Melina on a minute ago. She said hi to uncle and now we got mom on. So, Hey, you know, uh, love, love, love the family support. Love it. I'm going to try to listen more this season. Okay. We'd love that. Cause your mm-hmm. show is very, is very interesting. I, I hope I, I we try. <laughs> we try. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It's very interesting, especially when you have your whole team together and you're talking to different people and you're debating issues. Uh, it's that's interesting. I learn a lot. You know. So I, All I right. enjoy listening to it. I do enjoy. It. I, I won't be every night, but I will listen more this season than I did last season. Okay. Well, we appreciate that, Mom. Thanks for uh, being on, and uh, it's always nice to hear your voice. And uh, with that, gonna gonna sign off. So for for uh, the the creator, Mom, Mama over there, Mama Floyd, for my brother JB, for the absent K Star, the absent uh, Doctor Train. Want to thank everybody for tuning in. We will see you guys uh, in seven short days. And remember, the Madden Voice, all feuds are settled. On the field. Good night, everybody.